This is another uh, column that I wrote for the commercial news. It's called Welcome to the Lake House. We sat at the shore's edge while reflections of house lights from across the lake mirrored the water like inverted golf tees or flashlights pointing upward toward a moon not yet full. It was quiet. The sky without street lights, pitch black. A single loon called to its partner, then a muffled return. Night one. The night won my heart. I remembered why my dad called this God's country. Welcome to the lake house. No need for pretense at a lake house. Nothing gaudy or put on. It's rustic soul silently holding deep memories of those who walked before. Those who signed the journals. Hung decades of children's pictures with their first caught fish. Stacked tackle boxes and poles in the corner in anticipation. A legacy for generations. We walked through the woods listened to rain on the screened-in porch and silently measured the contrast with the lives we left behind and turned our sights away from the real world. We were there to bask in a palace of pines, to drink in the memories built for the love of family, carefully nurtured, welcoming like the faded painted sign on the garage that met us that first dark night, welcome to the lake house. I had called the back seat for the five-hour jaunt to savor the memories of car bingo, those little plastic windows to pull over things I'd see, a cow, a horse, a silo, or a sign with an ice cream cone, memories from the 50s and the 60s, and counting license plates from other states. I wanted to put my hand out the window and feel what it was like to catch the wind to feel it strong against my open palm. Something great about that. Suburban landscapes gave way to highway, then to farmland, then to long, long lane lined thick with pines that touched the sky. Jeans and hoodies replaced sleeveless tops and flip-flops, and the stress of preparation paled compared to what now filled our hours. You've had your way with me, old lake house, brought me home to where my heart is peaceful, helped me look at the world with new eyes, corrected the course of my sails, renewed me, transformed my mind. And yet I have this column to write. I have this gift of sharing something of deep concern. See, I've been grappling with finding the end of a string that seems so knotted and convoluted in our world these days. I want to find the end of that shoelace and nudge it open somehow. And I'm just hopeful enough in my heart to pretend that everything's going to be okay. Then I think about our national parks losing their protection, 
our air quality no longer strictly monitored. Teachers considering the pros and cons of weaponizing. The way that profits have become more important than people and how the very idea of liberty and justice for all doesn't seem to be in practice so much anymore. The word all seems to be meaning some. I'm grappling with the rough ground ahead where a government of the people, by the people, and for the people is supposed to celebrate the fact that citizens have the right, and an important right, to call the government to account. I remember learning that a free press is not a threat to democracy, but a condition for sustaining it. It is only in countries ruled by dictators and tyrants where the press is viewed as an enemy, right? Isn't that still true? It's in the Bill of Rights that we don't believe in abridging the freedom of the press. Every leader of an oppressive and totalitarian government wants their voices to be the only one heard, right? Then when the people, what the people see is just a PR vehicle. James Madison wrote in 1798 that censorial power is in the people over the government, not the government over the people. We're supposed to speak up when we are concerned. When people in power shut the doors on whomever they deem troublesome, I think that's called sedition. When any of us re-enter, quote, reality after these summer jaunts, we might have been blessed to go on. It just seems that our divisions are coming to define us more than what we share. Like our human values of life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. One nation under God, indivisible. How does that saying go? If we forget what we stand for, we can fall for anything. Petition the government for redress of grievances. America isn't just great because we'd like it to be. We have the right to make it so. Welcome to the lake house. It's ours to take care of for generations to come. Recall that was written in early 19, oops, 2019.